interesting people. Yeah. Yes, we yeah. love meeting interesting people. We love meeting interesting people. We love receiving payment. Love receiving payment. Yes. Yes. I got I received payments today at work at the restaurant. Oh. Yeah. I multiple streams of income. Multiple. Way of, you way know, of the future. Oh, my taxes are gonna be so annoying. I know. I've just got so many jobs coming and coming. You should ask Eric Ambler since he won all that money on that show and had to hire someone to do his taxes. <laughs> oh yeah. Our friend would just like won a lot of money on a game show. Yes. And so I wonder how that like works. I mean, I one of the reasons why I was like before it aired, I was like, I think he won. Is he like had a, like a close friends only tweet that's like, hey, if anybody has any like good tax accountants out there? And I was like, <laughs> bitch, of course you need a tax accountant. He yeah, still fucking won, and he, he did. He won like oh, one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. I don't think eighty. Oh, okay. hundred and. It's over a hundred. Oh well, like, I'll only accept over one hundred and eighty, Eric. Oh yes, Eric. Yeah, it's not enough for Matt Steele. <laughs> not enough for me. Yes, you gotta have a high bar. Welcome back to the Two Gay Mats podcast. You were just listening to my song "Used to the Dark" track six on the Good Parts EP, available now, and mm. it's a good song. I'm it's a good, great not, song. Not the two ones on horn, but that post chorus is everything. Hey, some people like it. Some people like it. What you can I just, say? You were just pattering away, <laughs> like like Harold Hill up there saying he got trouble. I'm nothing like him. You are everything. I am like nothing him. like him. But Matt Steele. Yes. How are you? How was your week? I'm exhausted. <laughs> In case all of you weren't aware, mm. the 19th was my birthday. Oh, yes. Saturday was my birthday. It was Juneteenth and your birthday. It was Juneteenth and my I birthday. I had two reasons to celebrate. Everyone was asking me. They were just like, oh, so what's it like now? You got to share your birthday with the holiday. And I was just like. Well, I was born on Father's Day, and you realize that my birthday falls on Father's Day every couple years. So, like, I'm already used to that. So, like, it's fine. And it's also, like, really good because now I know everyone, no matter when my birthday falls, if it's on a weekday, people are going to have off. I know. So, no one has any excuse as to uh, if they, like, they have to go to my birthday. Right. And I mean, if there's, if you're going to be sharing your holiday with something, at least it's an important holiday. Yeah. It's like (laughs) Juneteenth's pretty fucking important. It's not like something, you know, like, you know, postcard day or something. You know, the made up kind of Valentine's E. Not well, not Valentine's. Valentine's kinda of real, but there's some made up holidays. Is out it there. real? Who I invented mean, it? <laughs> someone who wanted to sell some cards and they like buying a card. All right. I haven't really celebrated Valentine's Day in a while. Oh, right. all right. Well Oh actually no, I did. Never mind. Did you? I did. With in, whom? Uh within a twenty twenty. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, my <laughs> I think my Alexa thought we were talking to her, and we were not. But something welcome about to the conversation. A Br- about a British video game developer? No, we have a third co- co-host today, Alexa. Uh, hey, I don't want to say her yeah, name. Don't say it, girl. Don't say it. Won't say her name. Um, say yeah, her name. 2020, I did have a Valentine. I did not in 2021. Was but 2020 the one we like or don't like? We love. Oh, we love. Okay. Yes, we okay. love. It's not the one we don't like. No. I don't remember the dates no. of these people. <laughs> no. Yeah, There's yeah. one. Yeah. And by celebrating Valentine's Day, I basically just like we went to Popeye's and he liked uh, melt like watermelon was like his favorite yeah. fruit. So I bought him watermelons and put like stickers all over. Oh, that's cute. That's that's, that's the biggest I'll go for Valentine's Day. <laughs> You're not doing a whole like I'm not doing a whole thing. Bed covered, covered in rose petals. No, moment. that's fine. No, my ex-boyfriend did that for me once. And that was like really sweet. Really? And then uh, let's just say the rose petals stained the sheets <laughs> 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 that night. And we were like, maybe this was a bad idea. Yeah. 
But anyway, so yeah, it was my birthday this uh, weekend, and I had a very good time. I was actually on set for most of the week, mm. because, including my birthday. Yes. Um, because I, if you remember from the last podcast, I booked a, a, a pilot presentation that you know we were shooting for the past five days, and yep. it was very fun. I, I can't tell you much, but I'll, I'll tell you that I was a clown in it, so it was very <laughs> makeup extensive. And yes. Going very early to set many days. And the annoying thing is mm. I we had to take a rapid COVID test every day on set. Right. But I also booked another piece of work for this week yes. that I'm shooting. And this is a much the thing that I'm shooting this following week is a much higher budget. Yes. And like a much higher scale. And and so they're having me do COVID tests like at an actual COVID testing site mm. every two days. So and I told them I was like, oh well, I'm on set all day and I'm taking rapid tests. Yeah, so like I don't really have time to go to these. And it's sites. like, oh, is can this be transferred? Yeah, to that? like is that enough? And they're like, no, we don't accept like rapid oh. tests. So I've been having to get up even earlier. Wow. So like. 5 a.m. <laughs> to go to like one of these testing And you're sites. not a morning person. If no, that's been unclear not. for anyone out there, Matt Steele likes his rest. She is not. Matt Steele <laughs> likes a good 10 a.m. or maybe 11 a.m. wake up. Um, but yeah, but uh, so I, there, I've been taking like two COVID tests. Right. Today. But again, so if anyone wants to know, I don't have COVID. I, I want to know. I always want to know whether or not you have COVID. And I'm glad you don't. Um, but, you know, these are champagne problems. It's like, really oh, are. I'm working so often. I feel like if you were talking to you like, you know, five years ago, you'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there you go. Yes. So we love I'm that. I'm very grateful for the chance. I'm, I had a wonderful birthday. I yes. got off of set and then I went to my friend Megan. She had a housewarming party because she just bought a house. So I was there, got some free tacos. It was a great time. Oh. And then I saw I it was in Pasadena where Matt Bridges lives. Yes. Our friend Matt Bridges. And so then uh, after Megan's, I hung out with Matt Bridges for just, you know, just like an hour. Yeah. We got root beer floats. And, Great. Um, How's he doing? He's doing lovely. Love him. It was it was a great a time. King. Yeah. Great. So that was my birthday. Was I love nice, that for you. Birthday. How was your week, Matt Palmer? My week was good. I feel like today was the first day in a long time because between like the album promo stuff and like fun things but I went out of town and went to Joshua Tree and then I went to Big Bear and like all fun things but like you know how when you're busy but also determined to have fun you kind of are planning the fun in ways of like okay I can have fun from like this hour to this hour and yes. then I have to go to bed and then I have to work on this it's, this was the, today was the first day I went and we celebrated Father's Day um, Jackson's dad and family were at the beach so I did that in the morning but this evening you know what I did? What? I got in the bath <laughs> and I have uh, I got a new like bath tray I had like a bath bomb I had the lot going I had a bath tray I had a candle in there mm. a little glass of wine watched the finale of Married to Medicine which was fucking excellent <laughs> then I watched the I again I'm not a Kardashians person in general but Andy Cohen's been hosting their like 20th because they're ending the show uh, at least on E and it's moving to Hulu and being something else but they're having their last two episodes being like little reunions hosted by Andy. And, you know, there's nothing more I love. Even if I don't watch a show, I love a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, you're watching this? No, I'm not. I've watched zero. I've watched one episode of the show when I went to a wedding where I didn't know anyone. And I was like, well, we have some time. I'll just watch whatever's on TV. And it was on E! And the Kardashians were on. It wasn't thrilling. I don't. And the thing is, I don't dislike them. I'm not like one of those people that's like, oh, they're the downfall of our society. But I'm just like, they're just a little... 
boring for my personal taste. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not overly interested. No, I'm just not terribly interested. But I will say, I you know, everything about everything that was talked about on the two part reunion special was like, oh, I know about this just because I'm a person living in the world and like the information is in the ether. It's like, how did you feel when Tristan cheated on you for the second time? And I was like, oh, well, I do want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to know that. So, yeah, I was in the bath, had a, had a little candle going, had a little wine mm. and just like. Just, you know, it was a very relaxing. And then I just got to come out leisurely, put on some lotion, make some dinner, watch some old real worlds, watch some happy endings. It just was like, today's going to be a mad day. Okay. Having like a little mad evening. And so I, I got to get throw a lot in. I was trying to get some video games in too, but, you know, couldn't squeeze everything in, you know. You, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Sometimes the bath takes precedent it does you know i don't love i don't i you do, know i think baths are ugh, luckily you weren't invited to be in mine so uh, no one needs to worry I'm about that well that. you'll continue to be disappointed because <laughs> that ain't happening but um it was it was a lovely relaxing day i gotta say it was like my own little personal spa well congratulations you know? thank you so much thank you so much so let's jump into news for idiots um the thing is this first story is not even a story because i don't know what it means yet i assume this time tomorrow we'll understand. Lord has posted something else. Okay. On her website. It's like a teaser video of her sitting, of course, in nature. Of course, it's very bright. Mm-hmm. And all it says underneath is solstice. All right. Okay. <laughs> so this is I well, first of all, they're just like, oh no, oh no, we have to release something <laughs> else, I'm assuming. Um, this is interesting, the whole sun theme. It's it, a theme. This is very much her, uh, I guess, Midsommar I guess. Uh, album. <laughs> right, but like... Where everything is bright and happy, whereas melodrama was very dark. Isn't Midsommar like, don't people die? The like, horror movie? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> like even like happy, sunny Lord, I'm sure there will be blood. Yeah, something's some gonna happen. Some, something, you know, a little twisted and fun. All right, well, there might be a new Lord single out tomorrow, and I, apparently tomorrow is the summer solstice, so maybe it's oh, time it along with it's that. Oh, it is. It's the longest day of the year. All right. So everyone count your hours, count your minutes, soak it all in. It's the longest day we're going to get in 2021. Well, interesting that because it's called Solstice, she's releasing it like during the summer solstice. So like she must, this must not be a sort of course correcting right. for solar power because right. this must have been planned. I guess so. Interesting. Right. All right. Well, so I, I'm excited to hear it. I am excited too. I wonder, I mean, is it just a song? Is the album, are we getting more album information? Is the album called Solstice? Guess we'll know this time tomorrow, hopefully. Okay. Um, but speaking of music, a Miss Taylor Swift has announced on November 19th, the Taylor's version of Red is being released. And this is the album cover? I don't know that. I Her in this little uh, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego <laughs> trash coat. This is just the picture she posted along with the announcement. I don't know if this is the actual album cover. It's a cute. It would be it's a cute. It's nice picture, yeah. I think it's a nice picture. And she had, obviously, a very long diatribe about how, you know, the album, the heartbroken... Uh, I've always said that the world is a different place for the heartbroken and moves on a different axis at a different speed. Has she always said that? Uh, To herself, I guess. (laughs) Time skips backwards and forwards fleetingly. The heartbroken might go through thousands of micro emotions uh, a day trying to figure out how to get through it without picking up the phone to hear that old familiar voice. But you know what? She almost does. Oh, what a song. I, love that I song. listened back to that album and was like, fuck, there are some good songs. And it's like, ooh, it gets bad. <laughs> it's well, it's such a long album. It's just so long. And you're right. This the final third is a little yes. like, okay, we can get to the Like end. Beautiful Tragic Love Affair. Mm. It's just like ooh. It's just like we're we're plodding along at points, but when it's good, it's great. Oh, I mean, like, the highs on. on red are just 
to the strategy. And I would put I Almost Do in that category. I yes. feel like I Almost Do is an underrated Taylor song, and oh, I think yes. it's excellent. Yes, excellent song. So, long story short, Red Taylor's version is going to be out November 19th. She has expanded the track list to now include 30 songs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think the version, like the deluxe version that's on Spotify, is 22 songs. And it's like, are you doing Taylor's versions of like the treacherous original demo? I hope not. <laughs> like, I don't need a Taylor's version. I mean, of that. I love that that original, that acoustic I, yeah, version. Yeah, I truly probably have never. Oh, heard sorry, that. sorry, sorry. I wasn't thinking of treacherous. <laughs> I was thinking, thinking of Red. No, I was thinking of the first song. Um, uh, we're never going back to Gather. No, no, the first song. Oh, um, uh, not Holy Ground. Um, I always mix it up with Holy Ground. Um, Fuck, look it up. Look at my oh phone. Oh, God. Um, oh, my God. It's I love this song. I, I don't. In my I'm head, Holy Ground and that song go hand in hand together. Um, uh, State of Grace. State of Grace. Uh, I love that. I love that acoustic yes. version. It's a. Be- I mean, I like every version of that song. Of course, honestly. yeah. The, the uh, regular version, but that acoustic version it's is lovely. it's so slow and it's so <laughs> just you just hear that guitar. Yeah, excellent song. That's all you yes. need. Better than Treacherous. <laughs> which, I mean, which I don't dislike Treacherous, but Treacherous like, is fine. But there's you know a hierarchy of here. Course, State exactly. of Grace makes the cut. Um, and the thing is, I feel like all the Swifties were really expecting a 1989 Taylor's version announcement. For some reason, they had really decided that the next album that was coming out of hers was the 1989 Taylor's version. But hey, Red Taylor's version is going to be great. There are 30 full tracks, including a 10-minute version of a song, which is obviously all too well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, which, like, yes, make that 10 minutes. I can't wait to hear what lyrics and like verses got cut. I really, I just feel like... Of course, the original version is going to be the best version of that song just because, like, it's perfected. But I want every iteration. Yes. Every moment that she just kind of was thinking could be a part of the song. Yes. To know about every it. thought that went through her head while because writing that the song. Specif- and the thing is, we're going to learn so much more. We're going to learn so much more about Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, <laughs> Jake is trembling. I know. He's shaking. Maggie's texting him to me like, like, people are going to be tweeting me being like, I where's know. your where's scarf? scarf? Where's your scarf? I know. Poor Maggie. She got asked about that on Watch What Happens. I'm like, oh. That sucks. <laughs> but I'm very excited for the red uh, Taylor's version, November 19th. I also saw a thing on Twitter that uh, she posted it on June 18th, and uh-huh. Scooter Braun's birthday is June 18th. Oh, Iconic. so she's just really going for it. I love it. Okay, this is the reason we're talking about this is because it was kind of a light week news wise and we put the uh, podcast out on Tuesday last week. So it's harder to find stories, (laughs) but I feel like I've avoided this because like I don't care in a lot of ways. But I mean, there are lots of twists and turns and involves people from different places. So let's discuss it. Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, in the past few weeks, has come under fire because she had publicly and supposedly privately, I feel like her team is not admitting to the private part, had, and when she first got on Twitter like 10 years ago, like talked a lot of shit about Courtney Stodden and like basically was like, you need to take a dirt nap, meaning like, I wish you would die, like trolling beyond belief, like really. And then when you look back on it, especially when after the framing Britney Spears of it all, when you think about how young women were treated in the media in the early 2000s and even I guess up through 2010, it's just like, this is a really bad look. And like, even if people were saying it, the fact that Chrissy Teigen, this famous person who had this, yeah, not as famous as she is today of course but like she had an amount of power she was married to John Legend and it's just the fact that she's telling this woman publicly that she wishes she would die or like she hates her so much and all of this and this is 
a 16 year, year old girl at the time like mm. and sure she was obviously very talked about she was like if you are too young or like don't remember she was just like a very done up very plastic surgified lady who had m- married this guy who was like 50 to her 16 or something and so it was just splattered across the tabloids and for some reason at the time instead of pointing our ire at this middle-aged man for marrying a child it was a lot of people being like oh she's too sexy she's so slutty like who is this girl and uh, Chrissy Teigen I feel like there have been a lot of people coming out and saying like oh she was mean to me too and she bullied me via Twitter and like I feel like these rumblings have been going on for a long time but it kind of just came to a boiling point mm-hmm. and she put out a big medium apology uh, on the website medium where it was basically just like I was just a troll at the time and I you know have grown from this moment but I you know deserve all of the backlash I'm getting today and blah 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 then um, after this happens um what is this guy? And this guy was on Project Runway. Do you remember a Michael Costello from yes, Project I Runway? Yes, I do. I don't remember him. What from season was he on? Season eight. Okay. And Did he, we like him? Um, he was very much... Um, I When season eight aired, I only watched the first two episodes, and then I went on tour with the show, so I stopped watching the show. Mm. And I didn't watch season eight until like years after the fact. Okay. On the show... Um, it was the judges loved his stuff, but the other contestants were just like, his stuff is bad. Like, how is he getting through? Did you da, think da, da, da. it was bad? I thought it was fine. Like, I, yeah. I, it was nice. There was some stuff. There was some stuff he did that I liked. Some stuff of that he did that I didn't like. Right. I was pretty much like in the middle of, about him. Right. Um, and he didn't make it to the final runway show. He was the last person to get cut before the final runway challenge. Got the, it. Big runway finale. And so, but he, the fans loved him. Oh. Like the fans were just like, they're all so mean to him. They're all such bullies to him. Um, and they're not giving him enough credit. His stuff is the best by far. Right. He because he made very uh, very big like a uh, stuff that was very red carpet okay. wearable. So yeah. like big pretty dresses and everything um, that were impressive in that sort of way. But um, but yeah, I I remember I remember hearing that like the fans really loved him. Got the judges. It. Loved some of his stuff, but the other contestants did not like his work. So apparently, he, like designs for Beyonce. Yes, <laughs> like, really, yes. he's doing well. He designs for Beyonce, uh, and apparently, so he comes out with the story after, like right after Chrissy Teigen has put out her big apology on Medium, and like people are like trying to forgive her and things. He comes out and says, "Well, she actually DM'd me that like uh, based on a fake." Like image of him saying something racist, like DMs basically of Chrissy Teigen saying, "Oh, he should, you should die, and people like you don't deserve to, you know, you got racist scum like you deserves to die, and all this stuff." And then these DMs that have come out and are being circulated, and it's like, "Oh no, another mess for Chrissy Teigen to clean up." But then it comes out that Michael Costello has faked these DMs that these oh, DMs are fraudulent. That's the, the thing. There's so much. So Chrissy Teigen then posts. She basically posts all of the times he's and he's basically like since 2014 she bullied me and I wanted to take my own life and I just like my career and personal life has really been halted by the bullying of Chrissy Teigen she comes back out and says yeah these are not real these DMs are fake and like people were kind of like wait that wasn't her picture her profile picture in 2014 uh-huh. and like the way that the Facebook messages or the Instagram DMs are like being faded is like they just put that in in the past year or something wow. so like the, these DMs aren't real and so she comes back and says these DMs aren't real and uh, these are all of the messages I've received from Michael Costello since 2014 <sighs> on Instagram oh my god that I've not responded to but like if you hated me this much and if you thought I blocked your career in this way why were you reaching out 
out to me and nicely just be like, hey, do you want me to dress you for this or do you need styling help for this and that? And it's like, I'm obsessed. It's a mess. And then Leona Lewis gets involved. Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course. (laughs) Let's pick the most random human beings on the planet. So Leona gets on Instagram stories and explains that uh, she was supposed to walk in a Michael Costello gown in some sort of like charitable event that he was supposed to design her for and she gets there and she's not sample size and he basically refuses to dress her and will not dress her in like her actual size she's forced to sit in the audience instead of walking in the show she's announced as someone that was going to walk in the show oh my and like press is asking her like wait why didn't you walk in the show and she had to like make up excuses when the real reason was well michael costello wouldn't dress me she should have just said the truth i know she should have but she's a a nice lady She's a nice, classy British lady. So now it's just really become a mess upon a mess upon a mess. And it's like, Michael Costello, you really could have just sat there and done nothing. Yeah, he, like, what are you doing, Like, you're successful enough. You don't need this extra attention. Like, especially knowing that you've been horrible to people that can come out of the woodwork, like Leona Lewis. Just keep quiet, right? All right, well, now I know why the other contestants didn't like (laughs) Michael Costello. And I feel like now he is definitely more body-inclusive with his clothing, so I love that he's evolved on that issue, and Leona points that out in her posts. But it's just like... It's just so much, and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, what Chrissy Teigen did was awful, and I'm glad she's taking responsibility for it, but to pile on just because you want extra attention or for like her to feel even worse, and it's not even based on something that's true or real, it's like, oof. That's you're, horrible. She's like, you're really going to kick this lady while she's down? And like, like, get a life. Like, what are you doing? You are so successful. I know. You really don't need to do this to butt your nose into, like, this situation that you are not involved it's in. It's surprising. And also, people are going to find out. I like, know. All Chrissy Teigen has to do is just, like, say, it's like, this isn't real. Right. And people will come with the evidence. Absolutely. Like, before she even said anything, people were like, these look weird. Like, this just somehow isn't looking exactly right. Michael, and, geez. Well, whatever. Yeah. I was team Gretchen during Project Runway <laughs> that season. Anyway, Gretchen, Mondo. I Did she win? I, and, uh, oh, what was the other? The one who came in third. Um, She was great, too. Oh, okay. Um, she was... Uh, yeah. Did um, Gretchen win? Gretchen won. Okay. But a lot of people like don't like Gretchen's oh. win. But I like <laughs> Gretchen's win. But like all the three, final three were great. Um, But... Wow. Wow. Right. Michael. I know. Get out of here. I get out of here with that. Mm-mm. So in more news that you don't care about, but I kind of care about, even though I don't watch the show. All right, well, I'm going to take a break. Well, yes, you just go take a break. Go ahead and drink a water. A Real Housewives of Orange County is the only Housewives franchise that I do not watch, just because I feel like they're all blonde white women who all look the same to me, and so I'm just like, out. <laughs> like, okay. I just, and it like, also, it, start, it was the first show, and so I always would have had to catch up to get back into it, and I jumped in on New York, which was the second franchise, and so I just... I just wasn't there at the beginning of OC and I never caught up. But I have known from the podcast I listened to, uh, the Danny Pellegrinos of the world, that Real Housewives of Orange County has been horrible this past year, like, and maybe for the past two years. And it featured several people, one of whom is named Kelly Dodd. And she is, uh, like, it's beyond, it's like she's conservative but like it's not even the fact that she's conservative it's the fact that she like makes fun of black lives matter she like is shown on uh, instagram with a drunk wives matter hat and it's like hilarious and she didn't take covid seriously and was running around and just partying everywhere during covid even though her mom got sick with covid Mm -hmm. and like she still was just like this isn't real the liberal media is just trying to get you all to stay in your house and like trying to ruin trump's chances for Mm re-election and um 
she's just problematic in every single way. Like, she's just an awful lady. Uh, and also, it includes a person named Ronwin, who on paper, I was thinking, oh, the audience is going to like her because she had a uh, queer child who she was very loudly supportive of. And But then as things came out, the, the season opened, she's like, oh, I'm an alcoholic. I have, I'm stopping drinking. It's like, oh, wow, that's a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, I also, in my sobriety, have figured out that I am a lesbian. And it's like, I vaguely remember. Yes. Yeah. So Bronwyn is a lesbian, but she's also like, but I don't want to end my marriage to a man. Yes, I remember you talking about Yes, this and so she didn't want to end her marriage with a man, and so she was still with him, but had a girlfriend on the side. She was calling the paparazzi a lot. She didn't want the husband to date, even though she was dating a woman. It's just like... All right, Bronwyn. It, exactly. <laughs> it was exactly that. It was all right, Bronwyn. It was becoming too much. Both of them and the new girl from last season, three out of the six cast members were fired. Okay. And that was announced. And Heather Dubrow, who was on the show and like kind of is the uh, the classier of an OC housewife. A lot of like we're now getting into people on the show, which again, it, it's not no shade to them as people. But, you know, it's kind of like a wish fulfillment thing watching the housewives. And there's this girl, Gina, who's living in like essentially an apartment like ours. And it's like, well, I don't want to see that. <laughs> Just not like And Gina's I guess perfectly fine But she hasn't like Hosted any events Like that's uh-huh. a part of the, the thing It's like you're supposed To be watching Like look at how The rich and famous live And it just had gotten A little A little Not as Next to Beverly Hills They looked a little like Oof A little okay. ragtag Okay gotcha So Heather Rose coming back She's built this like Billion dollar house With a giant champagne room That she was just building Before she got kicked off The show the first time And Heather Dubrow's back She had a whole photo shoot That she like put out When the announcement was up Where like she's holding Another orange Which is their fruit of mm-hmm. choice And that was safe And also along with the announcement She had Andy Cohen On her podcast To be like Tell everyone I'm back. <laughs> it just was like a lot. But it's like a very big shakeup. I can't remember the last time that three housewives were fired. I think it's going to happen on Dallas too. But Dallas is also a complete mess. So I'm glad they're trying to fix the show. I'm excited for Heather Dubrow. I've, again, not ever watched the show. But every clip of Heather I've seen, I like. She like gets really mad about stupid things. Like She'll be like, someone ate the bow off of the birthday cake before the birthday girl cut it. Can you believe that? And that'll be like <laughs> right. a storyline. And she's just like that. really dramatic. She's a person that like is a B level actress and who's just like bringing a lot to the screen dramatically. Good. Her That's hus- what we need. Her husband's a plastic surgeon and is on botch. I don't know. I'm just, I think maybe this is the beginning of a reinvigoration for the franchise. And I just was ready for Kelly to go. And Bronwyn leaving is also sounds like probably for the best. Okay. Andy was basically like, she, the reason she's going is like, we were watching her on the reunion and was like, is this a person who like being on TV is healthy for them right mm-hmm. now? Because it was like when like another housewife accused her of offering her like 13 year old child cocaine. And she's like, well, when I was drunk and like not sober, I don't know what I did. And it's like, uh, I remember it was this. A ba- it was bad. It just had gotten really, really yeah. messy. So things are changing in the OC and we're happy about that. Um, well, someone else's. Uh, good good news for the week. You know, it was your birthday, and Olivia Rodrigo graduated from high school. That's very exciting. Aren't we excited? And the fact that like she is this successful. I know. <laughs> and she's just like, guys, I did it. I did it. I graduated. I graduated. And, it's like, and you're just wow. like, oh yeah. This past week was my anniversary of when I graduated high school. Was it? Yeah. And what anniversary? I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you've listened to the podcast, you, you can, can probably you figure can it out. All right. One year, but one year after you did. All right, bitch. I, but the thing is, like, I'm. The, the, I think half of your problem with the whole aging thing is you're always so aware of like, this is what I was doing nine and and two fifths years ago, and I'm like. 
that's the best. <laughs> like, I don't remember any of it. Who knows when it happened? I'm just good with remembering things. Oh, well, that's that a blessing and a curse. Hey, it's clearly. Being too knowledgeable is a curse. I, yeah. <laughs> when your head is just filled, when you when you know all, mm. say it's a, a lonely life. I wouldn't say you know all. <laughs> I don't believe that's what I said. But uh, congratulations to Olivia Rodrigo. Um, and I mean, there's a show that I want to talk about a little bit later, but is there any other news, news for idiots that you want to chat about today? I don't know. I remember Anthony Mackie did something. Oh, yes. I saw that. I almost clicked on that, but it's like, do we care about that? Not really. He was, <laughs> he was talking about like people shipping him and um, Sebastian Stan on their Marvel Disney Plus show, which mm-hmm. is like, I guess Anthony Mackie's new Captain America and it's like the Winter Soldier. I think it's again on Disney Plus. And when he was asked like, what do you think about people like thinking you guys are going to be in love? And he's like, we do the most masculine thing in the world, which is like fight crime. And it's like, you mean on that TV show? <laughs> and then he's like, in the fact that people are using something as beautiful as homosexuality to deride it or something. And I was like, what? It just was like a very confusing statement. It was a very dramatic statement uh, for something that didn't need to be so dramatic. Totally. He, he could have just been like, no, they're not gay. Right, exactly. Thanks for watching. Right. And it's like, oh, the, you know, the fans are so funny out there. Everyone has their own things. Um, but yeah, the fact, the way he shut down the romance rumors was just a little bizarre and like yeah. over the top. Yeah, I, it's really, if, if people want to like imagine in their heads that they're in love, like go yeah, for it. Yeah, exactly. People, these people aren't real. No, I mean, that's everyone. the thing. It's more. Uh, I felt worse for the boys in One Direction when it was like, oh, we believe that Harry and uh, Lewis are an item. And it's like, well, these are real people. These are real people. (laughs) And they like, you know, have girlfriends and stuff maybe. And you don't want to be like, I don't know, just starting rumors about real people and their sexualities if they're not true and based on anything. Mm -hmm. But what happens on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Like, makes no difference. (laughs) You you can literally make it up in your head and it could be like, okay, well, that's your interpretation. Right. Here we go. Uh, there's nothing more sensitive than having emotional conversations and a kindred spirit, friendship that's someone that you care about and love. Sam and Steve had a relationship where they admired, appreciated, and loved each other. Bucky and Sam have a relationship where they learn how to accept, appreciate, and love each other. You'd call it a bromance, but it's literally just two guys who have each other's backs. <sighs> I don't know. It just it goes on for a long time. I don't really know. The idea of two guys being friends and loving each other in 2021 is a problem because of the exploitation of homosexuality. It can, it used to be guys can be friends. We can hang out and it was cool. You'd always want to meet your friends at a bar, you know, like what are you talking about? You can't do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. You can't do that anymore because something as pure and beautiful as homosexuality has been exploited by people who are trying to rationalize themselves. Yeah, it's just it's, we're we're trying to make something really philosophical out right. of something that's not. It's like when people are just like, "This is the fact," and right? Just like, well, no, but okay. Because <laughs> like, you can't. You, I feel like straight guys can still go to a bar together. I think they're doing fine in terms of like fine. being able to have friends. I saw some other like people on Twitter. There's some things circulating Twitter mm. of straight guys who are just like, oh, like guys can't even be friends anymore because like homosexuality has become like so normalized and everything and it's like what are you talking right. about like what is this you can uh, you like, can be friends we're honestly not paying any attention to you <laughs> like if that's helpful <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like what are what's this cause you're fighting for? i don't know i don't think your relationships with your straight guy friends are in danger i think you're gonna be okay i also i believe just speaking of twitter i think i saw layla hathaway tweet and i should probably find the exact tweet just so that we're clear but i just am very sick of the people like Layla Hathaway, who tweeted something about Juneteenth and the fact that 
uh, Pride Month is the same month as Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, so let me find the tweet because it's truly wild. Um, scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, uh, yesterday, oh, I think she deleted them. It was basically essentially like... Um, the gays are the new confederate flag the pride flag's the new confederate flag and you're like taking everything from us and like why are we celebrating gays we need to be celebrating Juneteenth and it's like the fact that everyone it's not everyone but that people like her cannot wrap their hands around the fact that there are black queer people like that there's that it's not like there's not a versus when people overlap in those categories and I don't understand the idea that like these two things happening at the same time can't just both be celebrations? Yeah, you can celebrate two things at the same time. Like, March is Women's History Month, but that doesn't, like, mean that you can't also celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Right, exactly. (laughs) No. Yesterday I wrote a couple, and I guess her apology is up. The old tweets are not. Yesterday afternoon I wrote wrote a couple of tweets that were meant to address my concern over the over-commercialization of holidays that are intended to celebrate oppressed people could diminish the honor and impact that each of them rightly deserves. They were sparked specifically by a pen a cashier was wearing, which was a rainbow with Juneteenth in the middle. When I asked how I could get a pen or whether or not they were for sale, nobody knew. There was also a lot of Juneteenth merch, which felt super perfunctory. My thoughts in my IG story were not about uh, those of us that celebrate Pride or Juneteenth or the intersection of both, but everything to do with a society that commodifies everything we say and do. That's not what she wrote. She no. definitely wrote pride flag in comparison to the Confederate flag. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And if that if that was what she like intended to write, it's like you need to find someone who can make it more clear. Right. Like, exactly. Or- like you need to. And she's like trying to say that they were comedic. And it's like, sweetie, there were no jokes. <laughs> <laughs> this certainly wasn't funny. Comedic. Huh? Comedic. I guess I'll have to read, find the tweet and read I know, because I know someone screenshotted that, so we'll need to find that. Um, I don't imagine you will. I, I feel like so many people sometimes just, like, write these, even if she, like, genuinely, like, did have, like, these intentions mm. that she says that she did, I find that, like, people always get themselves in trouble when they try to, like, be the next, like, philosopher, like, the next Socrates when right. talking about something. And right. so they tweet something that's, like, or make a statement that's, like, kind of vague. Yeah. Which just confuses people. Right. It's, it's just like, just just yeah. be like, just go on with your life. Like, you don't need to make a, a brilliant analyzation of right. everything. And like also Anthony Mackie slash Lady Holloway. And if you're talking about something that you don't know you're talking about really, like, they don't post it publicly. Yeah. <laughs> like, to, to text it to your friends and have them tell you, them, tell you you're stupid. Yeah. Ask like, a friend to be like, right. hey, is these, this, this dumb? is what I'm thinking. Right. All right. So is there any other news for idiots you want to chat about today? I don't believe so. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and be back with more 2K Maps, the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. What a break. What a break. Can you believe? I really 
relaxed during that break. <laughs> I mean, you gotta I'm relax. I'm so tired. Well, good thing. It's all, well, you know what? We don't have that much left, so we just gotta get through that. We and don't, because we didn't have any emails. Yes! <laughs> so yeah, we're going right to give me moments. It's true. And I'm sorry, I was gonna ask on Instagram uh, if you had questions for us, because that was fun one of those weeks. So I'll have to do it next week, uh, and maybe we'll do another speed round of questions. We love that. That's always fun. All right, so Matt Steele. Yes. What's been giving you moments, darling? It was my birthday. Oh my <laughs> well, okay. god! No, but like it was my. It, I can't think of like a better way to spend like my birthday than just like on set. Yeah, you know, it just like makes me feel good that like I'm so busy this week and I'm yeah. so exhausted this week, like so exhausted. That makes you feel good. Yeah, because I'm doing the shit that I want to do. I'd okay, rather be exhausted right, right. from like being on set multiple days in a row on various different projects and having to drive all around LA at six o'clock in the morning getting things stuck up my right. nose. Um, because like I'm doing what I want to do. I'd rather oh, do great. that than being exhausted from, you know, working at my restaurant. Okay. All right. Which we love. We love. But, but so it was always worthwhile like waking up because mm. I was like, I'm going to do something exciting. Yeah. And then I would go to bed and be like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like going to bed with the thought of, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. When we get off this podcast, you need to actually go to bed. Because I feel like you are like, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to look at my phone, blah, 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 blah. Well, here's another annoying thing. I have to, I'm meeting with a new commercial agent tomorrow. Oh. Um, And so I, my friend took pictures of me last week, like Uh new pictures. And so I have to like go through some and like pick ones I like to show the commercial agents. Be like, look how interesting I look. (laughs) Okay. So like I have to stay up to do that. How long was that going to take? I don't know, girl. Not long. You need your rest. You know how I feel about quality of life and like sleeping being a big part of that. But my quality of life when I'm awake is so good. Isn't you don't? It's not been good for the past hour. <laughs> You've been it's very been exhausted. Good. I've been having fun. You've been having fun on but, the podcast, but there is an underlying. Ooh, I can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> <laughs> not that you know, I I, I don't love love recording this podcast. Clearly, you know, we love you at Two Game Mats. Thank you for the support. Of course. Um, please rate and review us. Yes, <laughs> um, but th- you know, it's it's a little bit of a challenge when you're. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Busy. It's a challenge. And he. Yeah, I I slept a lot last night, but it was it, it wasn't enough. Mm, never yeah. enough. But still, it was giving me moments. <laughs> <laughs> it's both the best and worst aspects of my life. Right. right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> well, what's been giving you moments this week, man? Well, there are a few things. Um, we again binged the second season of Love Victor, and it is excellent. It is even better than the first season, I would say. Does Matt Palmer make an appearance? He does not. Oh. There's not a lot of shots in the room where I believe my picture was. But okay, well, um, we'll wait for season three. We'll wait for season three. But I, the things I loved about it is you could tell that season one was made for Disney Plus, and then it got moved to Hulu because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, we gotta make sure to appease the families, make sure to appease the kids. This season was made for Hulu, and it was just like. Let's talk about having sex. Yes. <laughs> Let's like, it's just very serious. They deal with a lot of big issues. I feel like there's more LGBT representation. I still, not to like poke and have qualms, but like there are more characters that some of whom are gay and some of whom are not. And it's just like, you know, like, do we think that actor's gay? <laughs> and you look them up and it's like, nope. And I guess, oh. okay, if you're looking for teens or like young 20 year olds who are out and proud yeah. maybe that is harder to do out and actors maybe that is harder to do Definitely. sure yeah but it's like we could just get one of them just one of them <laughs> i feel like every actor on that show who is playing a gay character none of them are gay interesting like not one 
That's so fascinating. I know. Because in the movie, the love interest at the end of, one of the love interests throughout is a queer person. Akeem Lonsdale. Yes, yes. And he's amazing. Yeah. Uh, But since then. I know. Nobody. (laughs) No, not one. Yeah. It's crazy. But I'm sorry. I don't mean to dwell on that. But because the show is lovely and the twists and turns that happen in the season is very, it's very well done. I feel like the family dynamic is very, seemed true to life and also was especially, um, I liked the way that they talked about uh, the fact that his family, he's a family of immigrants and he has another gay counterpart who has a family of immigrants and how his boyfriend, Benji, who's just a white kid and his, these white liberal parents, it's like not everyone. <laughs> white people can be immigrants as well. <laughs> sure. But he was not. <laughs> yes, okay. Just, uh, and it's like, he didn't get the issues that uh, he was going through. And I feel mm. like that conversation is an important one to be had. Oh, definitely. You yeah. know? And I thought that was very well done. Um, so I very much enjoyed that. And um, I feel like I had other things that were giving me moments, but my I, birthday, yeah. yeah, I didn't see you. I did not that. see you. I texted you, and then you were like, "Yeah, do whatever you want. I'm not doing anything." I was like, "Okay, good." <laughs> uh, your birthday, sure. Juneteenth was lovely. I'm just glad that is becoming a national holiday, and that we all are learning more about it. I loved the bath. I mean, truly, that was a wonderful moment for me. I feel like Bravo has been hitting in a good way, especially with Married to Medicine. And one thing I'll say about Married to Medicine, it doesn't get talked about a lot, this show. But I feel like there's no show that handles as uh, like marital issues as head-on as Married to Medicine. And when they do it, ooh, it's so good. I'm telling you, there have been now, I, I can think of th- th- four marriages that have been on the brink of divorce mm. by the reunion and two of them stayed together. One of them ended up still getting divorced. Uh, and the, uh, the next reunion, we're going to see there's like a relationship hanging in the balance. And it's like, are we going to have a group? The reunions are on that show are group therapy sessions, usually centered around one married couple at by the part three. And it's like, are you going to stay together and fight for this marriage? Or are you not? What's do it? the drama involved with all the couple? Like, I mean, it's a lot of infidelity. I mean, for two of them, it's infidelity. For one, it's just like trust issues and like distance and like a lot of the shows. Like I was telling you, it's kind of annoying on New Jersey when they have the guys and it's like, oh, we're gonna have a scene of just the guys at like mm-hmm. the shooting range. The one show, the exception that proves the rule is Married to Medicine. The men on the show are as dynamic as the women. Okay, it's literally man. every trip is a couple's retreat where we try to get the bottom of our couple's issues. And I'm like, you know, I love nothing more than therapy. I love this. Even though there's no therapist there that's present. The fact that they're so open and honest about the marital issues and that the group works together to try to keep these families together is really beautiful. Isn't it, it kind of reminds me of, I didn't see these movies, but isn't that kind of like what, why did I get Tyler Perry's, why did I get married and why did I get married to is about it's like feel, a bunch of couples like on the brink. I feel like, up. yes, I also did not see them, even though Gina Jackson was in, why did I get married to? Oh, I remember her from that trailer <laughs> where rem- she's like shaking at the end. <laughs> oh, it's like, you better. Act. I know she's, a, she's an, she's an excellent, excellent actress. <laughs> She is. Excellent. That Absolutely. monologue in uh, For Color Girls. I still haven't seen that either. Ex- ex- she is so excellent in wow. that Wow. Like, I she is such a it. good actress. She's a wonderful yes. actress. I love Janet. But, um, yes, yeah, so this show just, like, really goes there in ways that a lot of shows do not. Like, a lot of the shows you're trying to keep at least some things private. But they're just like, okay, he's been receiving naked pictures of women on his phone, and I found them, and we need to discuss it. And like, sent from whom? I know, sent from whom? We'll talk about the reunion. Oh my god! Oh, that's great. That gets people to watch. I'm oh, I'm gonna be watching every second. I love it when like couples are just not afraid to like 
air their like I know because it's like I would never do this but I'm so glad I mean that's why I love John and Kate Plissé so much well like they were were a couple showing their flaws not afraid to do it (laughs) but in a more family friendly way there were a lot of flaws (laughs) (laughs) there were a lot of between the two of them Woo! They were they were not afraid to be flawed on that. They show, were not. That's why I loved it so much. How I saw someone writing this when they're talking about the uh, OC reboot. How would you feel if Kate Gosselin was on a Housewives? On a Housewives. On a Housewives in an ensemble cast. Oh, I was. I thought you were about to say, how would you feel if if like they rebooted like K plus eight and no. everything? And I would be like, oh, my, I would be thrilled. Yeah. On a, on a Housewives, I don't know. Yeah, I would absolutely watch. Of course, <laughs> but like, like what? This is gonna be Real Housewives of like Pennsylvania. I <laughs> like, feel about she's lots to move. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I would absolutely watch. I wonder doubt, if she'd be good at that. I don't know. Right. I don't. I don't think she would want to do something like mm. that. Like that's not her brand. I mean, that's not her brand. Would you say you don't know Kate like I do? Would you say she has a brand at this point? Um, at this point, ish, she's not as much in the limelight now. No. At this point, but I don't think she really wants to be. Look, if Denise Richards can go on a housewife <laughs> show, <laughs> I don't think Kate plus eight is above it. That's all I I'm think saying. Now she's like, I got my teens. They're I got they're all teenagers now. I'm right, having a good time with that. And what a great story! Once they go to college, she's like, you know what? And now it's time for me. I love that. <laughs> But like I want those kids to show up. Like I want Maddie Goslin to make an appearance. Uh, get her on FaceTime every other episode. Oh, Maddie Goslin is too good for FaceTime. Get out of here. I don't know. Maybe she lost it. You don't know. Are you kidding? She could have lost. Maddie Goslin was fucking born with it. Okay, right. you don't lose it when it's in your DNA. Okay, that girl is a star. She's brilliant. Saying she's a star. She is, is a star. Maddie Goslin is a star. You look at her when Matthew. she is three years old, and those babies were just born on that very first special, and she is just so whip smart and so with it, so sarcastic. So what's so where's her show then? If she's such a she's star, she's in college. Oh my god, she's doing the thing. She's on Instagram. I follow her. <laughs> well, why is it? she should be on Summer House? Get I'm her on sure something. she has plans. To like be, I'm sure like one day you'll see Maddie Gosselin just be like, it's time for my show, and I, I would just know. be like, oh my god, I, th- I could imagine all those kids being like, you know what, that was enough, <laughs> that was enough, it's never enough. I'm sure some of them will be like, no thanks, but I'm sure there's some that are like, it's time, right? But like, I don't know that there's interest. There's interest from me. I know, but are you gonna fund a TV network like Sweetie? You don't. You're not doing that. I'll find a way to make it happen. Okay. I'm, well, I'm, I'm persuasive. I'm good at pitching things. Great. Sign me on as a producer, guys. Okay. I'll well, be. The, I'll be the one to make it. Uh, give it the the buzz. I can't wait for you to pitch so many more shows that people don't want or need. I'm gonna pitch <laughs> this on Two Game Maths. This is the beginning. This is the first pitch. Okay. Tell us what you guys think. Okay, can I tell you what I think? <laughs> You've already <laughs> said with your with been, your tone. What has you that think. been made clear? What I think of this idea? Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're so happy. Happy birthday to Matt Steele. Happy, birthday to happy me. Juneteenth. All that celebrate. Happy Juneteenth. And uh, we will back. Oh, and happy Father's Day. <laughs> all right, happy Father's Father Day. Say, we're recording this on Father's. Yes. Day. Yeah. Oh, what a action packed like two days my my birthday weekend is. Sure. Yeah. We'll take a quick. No, no, we're not take a quick. We'll take a week long break. We'll be back <laughs> next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. Don't you get too used to the dark.